Warning, the following podcast contains coarse language and spoilers for the film and the title of the podcast. Now playing. No, no, no. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take down the sound clip of he's got space dementia. I'm just going to randomly insert it after everything I say. <laughs> like shit yeah, like okay, that. That's and, legit. Yeah, that yeah. seems yeah. fair. Movie reviews in 20 cues. Hello, you goddamn fantastic people, and welcome to the podcast, Movie Reviews in 20 Qs, the show where we review a movie by asking 20 weird or wonderful questions about it. I am your host, Sam, and I am joined this week by two awesome people, the first of which is a woman who needs to be stopped before she destroys the planet. It's Liz. How are you, Liz? I am excellent, thank you. And if I destroyed the planet, it's only because you feckers have it coming to you. Fair enough, Liz, fair enough. Now, 90s queen, sorry, 90s action queen, Liz. You must have been mm-hmm. excited about doing this film, right? Oh, so much. I actually could barely remember it. I'm sure I've seen it. I vaguely had a recollection of there being some drills in an asteroid, and that was about it. So, yeah, yeah thrilled to be getting the opportunity to watch it again. <laughs> Excellent. Well, joining you is a man who's read my screen, and he knows how he's about to be introduced, because I can see him cringing already. But we are joined by a man who has definitely dropped his nuclear payload down a deep hole in the tail end of an asteroid. It's Kahu. How are you, Kahu? Yeah, I don't really know how to follow that up, but I'm doing well. There's a lot of hidden meaning in there, I feel, Sam. Absolutely. He's got space dementia. The things that come out of your mind, Sam, sometimes are just baffling. Yeah, no shit. No shit. It's fucking surprised that I managed to convince a woman to marry me, to be honest, and stay We married. all are. We yeah. all are. Anywho, enough of me and my personal life. Let's talk about this film. Let's talk about Armageddon. It has a score of 6.7 out of 10 on IMDb, 38% on Rotten Tomatoes, 42% on Metacritic. Most people know this film. You know it stars Ben Affleck, Bruce Willis, a whole bunch of other people. You guys know the general plot. Some drillers are sent to space. They've got to blow up an asteroid before it hits the Earth. Let's get into it. If you haven't heard this podcast before, what we do is we review a movie by asking 20 questions about it. We start with 10 that can be applied to any film. We then finish on a question from our Patreons, because we've got a couple of high-level Patreons that supply us questions. We ask a couple of those during the first 10, and then we finish on one. The one we always start with, compliment sandwich. One thing good, one thing bad, one thing good. If we are positive about this film, or if we didn't like it, we give it the shit sandwich, which is one thing bad, one thing good, one thing bad. Liz is shrugging. She can go first. I feel like I already know her answer, but uh, you guys don't. You guys don't. Listeners, what is it, Liz? What's your your, your sandwich? A good thing about this film was that it was a straightforward story and quite a good idea for a plot line. You know, there was some things you could do with that. A bad thing about this film is that it was sexist as fuck. <laughs> like, the entire film, I even messaged Stacey halfway through and went, is it just me or is this film sexist as fuck? And then we had a whole conversation about it being sexist as fuck. My least favourite line on that point was where uh, Harry turns to Truman and goes, uh, after, after Truman's like said, oh, no, this is the only idea we have, he's like, you must have a whole table of men coming up with ideas. <laughs> oh, you couldn't throw us the people? You couldn't put in a geniuses? No, it had to be men coming up with the ideas. So, yeah, that pissed me off. Sam and I actually uh, talked about that when they had they had kind of the president's boardroom and the NASA boardroom. Mm-hmm. All men apart from, like, a couple of tokens. And yeah, white yeah. men. White yeah, men yeah. Too. yeah. So, yeah, all white men. There was, yeah. like, one or two black people in the crowd. Just all, like, like, a sea of white dudes. <laughs> yeah. and, I was like, and, is this the Trump administration? Like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, yeah. But, like, not just um, not just sexist, like, openly racist as well. 100%. Tons yeah. of just casual racism. Mm-hmm. I, I forgot the 90s was a wild fucking time. Hideous. Yeah. Um, Credits, am I... Asian tourist number one. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, fully um, anti-anything that wasn't American white man type thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. At my final point... Is also a negative one. Uh, <laughs> did I trick you? Yeah, did I trick you? It's a shit sandwich. All of the characters were unlikable. All of them. I didn't like yeah. anyone. So uh, in that case, I am going to give this movie three thousand one hundred and one out of ten thousand Earth destroying asteroids. Interesting. Interesting. Well, they put a bit of money in it. There was some good explosiony things and stuff, but so I felt like I couldn't give it like one thousand. But there was so much wrong with this movie. So much more than I expected to be wrong with this movie. What about you, Kahu? Yeah, I'm. I'm almost on the same wavelength there. Um, A bad thing 
the CGI is just terrible. It's just, so bad. Yes. Just, and you can tell as well because the transitions from the CGI to, I guess, live action is just really poor. Mm. Um, and like just about everything in this film, it just hasn't dated well at all. I've got a second bad thing, and maybe this is just a Michael Bay thing, but the editing is terrible. Like conversations just sort of get cut off in the middle and and especially at the end with all the action scenes it's just cut after cut after cut after oh. cut and it's just like wow impossible to follow yeah stop yeah. reading my screen kahoo <laughs> <laughs> um and and the last thing which so I'm, I'm kind of unsure if it's good or bad but <laughs> i think i think bruce willis in this film is actually not too bad but i'm gonna qualify that and that we've become so used to him over the last 20 years being really bad. Yeah. Um, and so I, I can sort of see the the cracks appearing in his performance in this film, I think. It's it's like if you got smoked in the balls or like, no, no, somebody just punched you in the balls 20 times and, and then they suddenly like just give you like a soft tap. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. It still sucks, but you're like, oh, that wasn't as bad as getting punched. Yeah, yeah. So whether that's a good or a bad thing, take it how you will. Um, So I feel like I have to give a slightly higher score than Liz then, and I'm going to go for three and a half thousand global killer asteroids. The good thing for me is, yeah, the action scenes, some of them are awesome. The CGI lets it down, but like Michael Bay knows how to shoot action, right? This This is forte. Does he though? Yeah, he does. Like he, he knows how to do a good explosion. I'll put that. I, you know, even an asteroid that has no reason having explosions happening in the background, he, he still puts them in there. He knows how to use them. Knows how to generate tension. So I'll, I'll give him that. Uh, the bad thing that you guys haven't mentioned: this is so fucking long. <laughs> yeah. This is two and a half hours. I actually ask a question about it later. So I, I that was my third po- uh, negative point. I thought, no, no, I can talk, complain about how long it is later. Because I don't want to spoil your answer for later. All I'll say is that an hour into the movie, we were like, oh, sweet, they're off the space. And we paused it and we saw that it was an hour in and they still had an hour and a half to go. Uh And me, Stacey and Kahu watched last night were like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like, like they've got another hour and a half of the shit. Holy fucking God. I did literally the same thing. Paused when they went off space and went, oh, so they must get on the asteroid and that must all be pretty easy. Oh, no, no, no. We've got a yeah. long time. Oh. My score, here's the thing, is that I've, we don't have deep philosophical debate in this, and I have a hard time scoring these films because when I first watched this when it came out, I would have given the 7,000, 8,000, something like that. And I feel like some of these films, if you've watched them every year or two and kept up with them and you haven't had this distant separation between them, that you go back and rewatch something that you haven't seen in 20 years, you know, you start seeing all the holes in it, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, I feel like if you're continually, mm. I don't know, been adapted to it, you sort of, you know, like like it. So there was a part of me that wanted to give a compliment sandwich, but I've, it's it's not that. It's it's 4,000. No, it's not. It's 3,499. It's slightly less than Kahu. I found myself whinging more than Kahu, which is <laughs> part of the course anyway, but <laughs> I've got to go less than Kahu. It's not a good film, guys. It's, it's really not. Which really I, I, shocked yeah. me. Like, I mean, I didn't expect it to be great, but I thought I'd give it like six or 7,000, you know? No. Yeah, it's, it's one of these things where like, obviously we give it a score based on what that type of film is. So, you know, like a Marvel film can have a hyperbole sandwich just like Citizen Kane can for me. And for, for a film that you switch mm. your brain off and enjoy just for the action, sure. But no. when it's this movie, like you, you, you can't turn your brain off. You've got to give yourself a fucking lobotomy to enjoy this type of film. Sorry to anybody enjoying this, but... What really blows my mind about it is that Deep Impact came out the same time and did worse. And to me, Deep Impact is actually pretty good. I didn't mind Deep Impact, mm. although I haven't watched it in a while. So maybe it's just yeah, terrible. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that too. Yeah, yeah I, I want to go back and watch it now to see if I think, you know, if, if my opinions have changed. Uh, yeah, yeah. May- maybe if they positioned this film more a bit more comedic, like Independence Day, you know, might have might have maybe worked a bit the better. The genre was really confusing because it felt like it was supposed to be this big smash-up action thing, but then it had this whole romantic current thing going through, and then mm. it felt like it was meant to be a comedy, except I didn't really laugh, so I'm not really sure what <laughs> yeah. was going on there. Yeah, I think the comedy yeah. was a bit unintentional. A yeah. lot of a lot of jokes that have not aged very well, like... No. Um, she never told me her age. You know, stuff like that. It's like, oh, what? dude. What the no. fuck? No. No, thanks. <laughs> no. Absolutely not. 
Anywho, let's move us over to our questions. We start with uh, we start our other questions now with three quick fire questions, and uh, the first of which, Stacey's favourite. How would you guys have incorporated Nicolas Cage into this film? All right, I'm I'm going to make him a different driller. So he's going to be one of the drillers, and I just tell him to improvise as the biggest weirdo that he could, and I think he'd fit right in. What about you, Go? <laughs> uh, at the beginning, where Stamper's hitting the golf balls, I reckon it would have been <gasps> awesome if Nick Cage was one of those activists. And could have just been like, you know, throwing shit yes. at Stamper across the ocean. <laughs> and like really losing his shit about it. It's yeah, brilliant. Yeah. 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 Uh, the one for me, as much as I appreciated Peter Stormier, I would have had him replace Peter Stormier as the crazy Russian. Yeah. The crazy Russian who's lost his mind and gone a bit crazy. Um, for those playing at home, Stacey's answer was, you should have put him in here as one of the main characters because in this film would make a lot more sense. Because <laughs> you'd be like, hey, it's Nicolas Cage. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's why it's all completely insane. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Next one, which character would you guys definitely not lend $100 to? It's got to be Steve Buscemi's character, the Hound, yeah. right? Like, he's the least trustworthy. Literally, he goes and, what is he? He um, borrows 100000 from a really dodgy loan shark before he goes off to space. Yep. And then it's like, yep. shit, I spent it. What did he sp- oh, that was kind of funny. He spent it on a hooker named Maria Mountains or something. Misty Mounds. Yeah, yeah. That was <laughs> that was kind of funny. Uh, yeah, the only other one that I had, I mean, he was the obvious choice. The only, the only other one was Chick, you know, the guy that loves gambling. Oh, he's yeah. pulled out of Vegas yeah. and he's playing the craps table. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you really could have had any of them. I mean, yeah, highly, highly risky mission. Very unlikely <laughs> you're going to get your money back. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's true. Point. The final one of our quickfire round. What line from this film would be the worst thing to hear immediately after you finish having sex? You got some kind of backup plan, right? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Even though um, Steve Buscemi, like his character, had a bunch of the really creepy lines, he, I think he did actually have the best lines. Like he came out with some great one one liners. My favorite for this answer is um, this place is like Dr. Seuss's worst nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, that was good. That was good. I also have a Buscemi line, which is um, from the like the strippers when he hands that guy some money and goes, "Why don't you go buy yourself a neck?" <laughs> As someone who doesn't have a neck, that that hits pretty close to home. There, there. So at least you'd make some money out of it. Good point. Anywho, that moves us over to the first of our Patreon questions. This question comes courtesy of our man Chris Yini. You're the fucking man, Chris. What's his uh, question there, Liz? All right, Chris wants to know what song you'd insert into this movie and where, and I'd note that we usually try and go as on the nose as possible, so what do you guys got for me? Uh, I've got a Kaleo song, Way Down We Go, when they start drilling on the asteroid. (laughs) (laughs) I I was thinking about that just then, actually, and uh, they're they're kind of not drilling very deep at all, and then all of a sudden they're basically at 800 feet. Like That was weird. Yeah, that was the only they, weird thing about this whole movie that totally didn't make sense. Yeah, that's oh, literally the only thing, yeah. <laughs> they never fucked with time at all during this film. In fact, oh. I've got a question about that later coming up. That makes no sense time-related. But yeah, they oh never fucked gosh. around with the idea of concept of time. No, never. <laughs> the time in this film was completely insane. Like, why didn't they just make any of the time periods longer? Because it would have made way more sense. Like, everything happened so quickly that they're trying to turn everything around in, like, one minute or, you know, one day. And you're like, to be honest, you could have extended all of these, like tripled all of the time amounts, and it would have been a more reasonable movie. It yeah. Was, it was very loose of the how fast the asteroid was going when they're in space. <laughs> like, it started increasing, but then they still had heaps of time to do all their shit. Yeah. Yeah. It was, <laughs> Pays yeah, not the, to think about it. <laughs> the timing of the whole movie was just terrible. It was fucking insane, eh? Yeah. It was fucking insane. I mean, it was the editing, right? They had to keep it choppy and choppy and choppy like an action film. And any oh fuck I could talk about this for hours. <laughs> yeah. Let's move on. Let's move on to me. My answer at one point there when he's on the asteroid, one of his crew dies, and Bruce Wallace picks up a handful of asteroid dust and then sort of looking at it. So I was imagining Kansas's dust in the wind. Oh, we are as dust in the wind. <laughs> nice. I was like, yeah, that would have been perfect. That would have been an asteroid that has wind on it. By the way, guys, no friction in space, but this fucking asteroid has wind on it. <laughs> nice and explosions. Um. I just need to sing a bass line and prove that mine is the best answer. Actually, is it a bass line? I don't know. The melody? Da-da-da-da. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> is that how that goes? No, I just put another song in my head. Okay, you have to cut that out. <laughs> back, um, no. Yeah, okay. He's got space dementia. No, I can't sing it. I give up. Uh, it's the final countdown by Europe. 
Is that, yeah, that no, no, good? Yeah, that was oh, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I heard it and I thought, no, you're singing you like the Rocky thing. song or something. That's, oh, that is the one. Yeah, like when they were pointing the the very last point of no return and like they're waiting for Harry to push the button. It's like it's the final countdown. Da-da-da-da. That would have been awesome. They could have actually had that as a bit of a theme when um when they tried to activate the bomb remotely, but then oh, they, yes. they manually turned it off. So they could have just had it as a bit of a gag, just kept oh, on coming in, yes. but it wasn't quite there yet. Yeah, but they could have used that actually about five times in the film of the, oh my God, everything's going wrong and we're all about to die. <laughs> yeah. Disappointing they haven't. Let's, <laughs> let's edit the film and see what happens when we do that. Yeah, totally. No, actually, I'm, I'm done with this film, to be honest, guys. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm fucking talking about here. Uh, next question, also Patreon question, comes courtesy of our man Dave Baker. Dave is his own Patreon as well at patreon.com forward slash your favorite. On it, he posts a ton of awesome content, uh, video essays, he says on Medium, YouTube recommendations, a whole bunch of good stuff. There's a link down in the show notes. What's this question, Kahu? The question for number six is, what two characters would you want with you at a house party? <laughs> I love how I've picked this question because there's literally no one in this film that you really would want with you at a house party. Mm-hmm. So I've gone Liv Tyler's character. I've already forgotten her name. Oh, going to go Grace. up here. I feel sorry for her because she is literally there to be the emotional linchpin and she doesn't have much of an emotional range on yeah. to that in in this fucking film. She's just standing around trying her best to look pretty and remorseful over what's happening. But uh, I still think she's the most sane one out of everybody there. Oh, God, yeah. So I was going to give her... And then um, a guy that gets unceremoniously killed and no one seems to give a shit, I'm going with Owen Wilson's character of Oscar. He seems like fun. No, God. He's got parking Owen... tickets in seven states, Liz. That's the kind of guy you want to party with, isn't it? <laughs> he's like, he's Owen Wilson. He literally plays the same character in every yeah, single film. Yeah, we said film. that exact thing. In every in single film. <laughs> and honestly, when they land on the moon or the space, or whatever they did, with the, uh, and he's just blathering away as soon as he takes his helmet off, I was like, I bet all those astronauts are like, can we just super glue his helmet on so we don't have to listen to him talk? <laughs> you kind of, oh, the there was one part where dick. we talked about he could, you could literally paste that scene into Zoolander and he's talking about space flight and going, we go here and here and here. And <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It was a Zoolander audition tape. 100% <laughs> was handsome. Sh- so yeah, it was. Right? Yeah. Handsome, yeah. It was insane. Oh, yeah. So it was but, insane. But AJ cared. AJ cried about him for like a whole minute of time that I didn't need to spend watching him doing that. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, shout out to Machu. I was going to chuck in here, Misty Mounds, bro, just for you. But uh, <laughs> yeah, ding ding. We have a winner. <laughs> yeah. I agree, Sam. They're they're all fucking terrible. I think I'm going to go. Actually, probably Billy Bob Thornton's character. And how often do you say that? Because <laughs> <Fucking> never. <laughs> he's a douche. But he actually seemed okay. I thought if you're having a barbecue and you had him over a couple of beers, he'd be all right. Which shocking. He um, did kind of creep on Liv Tyler a couple of times, though. Oh, yeah. Did, yeah, that's it, true, actually. It looked like he was looking up his skirt at one point. It was a bit weird. Oh, I missed that bit. Thank God. Because, oh, God. Um, okay, well, oh, well, I still picked him. And because really, <laughs> they're all sleazy creepos, so it doesn't really matter. Oh, Oscar, another weird thing about Oscar, where he's like, well, you know, Grace, I know what it's like to be her age and have hormones running through my butt. The fuck are you talking about? She's like, in her mid-twenties, and she's what? like a put-together woman. I was like, what are you even talking and, about? And you, he doesn't look that clown. massively older as well. No. Are, are you talking about the scene where him and Bear and all these other guys yeah. start talking about how they want to? she wants to be exploring her body? And all yes! Other, oh, yeah. And they're, they're saying this to Bruce Willis, who... The day before, they saw chasing a dude around with a fucking shotgun, and they're like, "Oh, let's talk to this dude about how much his daughter wants to get fucked." Oh, it was <laughs> yeah. just yeah. Anyway, sorry. Um, yeah, so ridiculous. Um, however, I am going to invite one of the drillers, and that is Bear. Uh, yes, which is like the what's his what's who's the actor? Michael Clark Duncan. Yes, thank yes. you. Michael Sent, Clark him in his tank top. That's what you want. Him in his little tank top when he's oh, getting just, psychologically tested or whatever. Yeah, when he's oh. doing like the dancing on the table <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Yeah. That was actually kind of funny. I was like. <laughs> Yeah, all right. He can come for some light entertainment at my barbecue. That's what you want. A massive dude getting his ass out at your barbecue. That's exactly what you want, Liz. (laughs) I mean, he was pretty wrapped, to be fair. Did he die? Yeah, he died. Oh, no, he didn't. He was still alive. I'm I'm now changing my answer, given how much we've worked out. Owen sucks. I'm going to go with the the female... NASA Military? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The other, co- you mean the one other woman in the film? 
The one other woman <laughs> yeah. in the film whose yeah. sole purpose was to get punched out of the way by the Russian because all their components are made in Taiwan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sexism and racism in one scene. Woo! Double yeah. down. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a good uh, segue to my answer. Uh, I also had beer. Good call out. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, Peter Stamir's character. The crazy Russian. Yeah, Lev Andropov. I reckon beer bundle of fun. Some good cheap vodka from somewhere. Oh, like the way they treated that whole thing, like... So anti-Russia, it was ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. a classic Michael Bay thing, eh, to show the American flag. America! Yeah, yeah. American flag all over the place. Nowhere else in the world is launching up its own mission to nah. try and save the planet. Yeah, yeah. This was <laughs> no. the most America film I've ever seen. Like, yeah. <laughs> Shanghai gets wiped out. Paris gets wiped out. Let's just get rid of anywhere but America. You know, yeah. New York scares a couple of pebbles. <laughs> Yeah, they talk about it being a joint mission with like the European, Japanese, yeah. and Russian space agencies. They're all American, American shuttles. Like, yep. Yeah, uh-huh. why? It's totally why is how it a joint mission? Yeah, um, I mean, I've just got to point out, like, as much as Steve Buscemi is a complete piece of shit, when he gets space dementia, I'd probably want that guy. I almost finished it. I almost that was the that was the best line of the entire movie. Sam and Absolutely. I both cracked up when space when dementia. When William, William Fickner goes deadpan face. He's got space dementia. He's got- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's a thing. Yeah. Uh, oh, Billy Fickner should have been given an Oscar for delivering that line. <laughs> And not losing oh, his Lord. shit. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, how much talent does that take? I actually did like Billy Fickner a bunch of it. Like, I liked him at the start where he was just like, hey, these guys will train for like three years. You have 12 days. Let's try and make it so you don't completely fuck up everything. I was like, legit cool. Yeah. I just yeah. want to shake the hand of the daughter of the oh. most bravest man I've ever met. Another reason why you should have won an Oscar. Poor guy. Yeah. It, Anywho, uh, let's move us over to question number seven. What was the biggest dick move in this film? You actually um, brought it up just before for me. It was Harry shooting at AJ with the shotgun. What the actual fuck was that? Was that meant to be funny? On because, an oil rig. On yeah. an oil rig. <laughs> on an oil, but like, like this is a, a grown man that he, he knows well and he, he loves and stuff. And then his daughter's a grown-ass woman. And oh my God, she's having sex a, a nice re- committed relationship sex with another dude who has a job and is a de- like all of it i was just like what the fuck is wrong with you like it really angered me that was i was angry for the rest of the film based solely on that fucking ridiculous thing listeners we don't usually get to watch films together so it was quite a treat for me and kahu to watch last night and we did debate a question on uh how early into this film should all of the characters in this <laughs> in this movie have died and we did think that like, the oil rig's too much of an obvious answer like you're shooting a shotgun off on an oil rig how are you not blowing the entire fucking thing to sky high and greenpeace would just sit there laughing at you as burning corpses fall into the fucking ocean yeah because no one would be sad about it oh no i'd be sad if grace died at that point because she was the only one that seemed even vaguely reasonable yeah exactly yeah. oh such a stupid fucking scene <laughs> what about you, Co? Short answer, AJ Frost. Don't like Ben Affleck. Don't like when he talks oh. in movies. Don't like yep. when he makes expressions. Don't like when he gets upset. So just, just don't like Ben Affleck. Ben, like ben Affleck being ben, ben Affleck is your answer yeah. for the yeah. biggest dick move. Legit. Yeah. I'm not judging that. Seems fair. I feel like let's rule out all the obvious ones, which is 99% of the film. And I'm just going to go over the one when Ben Affleck's underwater and he doesn't follow instructions, even though he's being told not to. You know, but like the, the, and the reason why I say this is a big and sick move is like leading up to this, he's like, hey, I'm a stand up guy. And hey, you know, like I want to take care of your daughter. And hey, and you know, you're supposed to like start rooting for this guy. Yeah, and you'll then trust he, me. Um, yeah, you trust me. And then immediately gets underwater and then doesn't follow instructions mm-hmm. of NASA and, and Bruce Willis. And you're just like, what the fuck? Like yeah. it just it's it's such a minor thing given that the rest of the movie is complete dick moves and take your pick really. I just I just want to chuck that one out there. Next question, also a Patreon question, comes courtesy of our man Dan Brennick of Netflix and Swill. I was over on that podcast recently talking The Witcher season two. Awesome podcast. Uh also have been on his missus's podcast, Rabbit Ears, that'll be out uh in a week's time. Had a great time with Ashley on there talking about Jessica Jones, so Two of my favourite things, the Witcher universe and the Marvel universe. Anyway, uh, what's this question, Liz? All right. Uh, he wants to know who the true MVP of the film is. It can't be the main, so I am going to make the executive decision to rule out Harry, Grace, or AJ. Lev Andropov again. Peter Stamir. <laughs> he saves them on the space station. Does he, though? 
Well, I don't he know. Ca- it's I, kind I, of I his kind of fault feel, that it yeah, all starts blowing up. It's, it's kind of his fault, but he does save AJ, although maybe he shouldn't have. It would have been better. <laughs> um, and he, he kind of solves the whatever the issue they had near the end. Oh, it jumps out the engines, you no, know, by, oh, by yeah, push, okay, pushing part. the yeah. pilot away, but, you know. Yeah. We'll oh, and he that. did the one on the the um, armadillo or whatever that comes up. Like he helped fix the engine there too, didn't he? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll allow it. Sam An armadillo which has a Gatling gun strapped to the front of it. Yes, because <laughs> if you're going to go to space, you better be prepared for aliens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Oh, I fucking yeah. love when they're like, "Wait, what have you got a? Why do you have a gun in space?" I was like. That is a legitimate question. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Hey, have you considered coming on the podcast movie reviews and 20 cues? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'd be great on the show. Clearly hadn't evaluated the risk of space dementia very well. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. I did forget about space dementia in my assessment yeah. of that moment. Okay. What about you, Sam? Uh, I'm just I'm just going to go with the dude who defied the government and cut the uplink. You know, the guy that listened to Billy Bob Thornton and went, uh, yeah. you know what? Fuck it. I'm surrounded by government officials. Screw it. Gave them that extra minute they needed to convince Billy Fickner that maybe don't fucking <laughs> don't let no, the government that's... blow you up. Not when you're sitting there and you've got the ability to self detonate and do other options. Maybe don't listen to the government, you fucking morons. No, hundred percent. I literally wrote the dude who casually committed treason in front of an entire military unit to stop the nuke going off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that's badass. That's a badass motherfucker. <laughs> And it was just like a wee computer nerd, and they came over and they were like, "You must cease and desist." And he's like, "Oh yeah, all right then." And then, and then just like lets them sit down. I was like, pretty sure they would have had him like on the ground with like a gun at his head. But okay. yeah, yeah. Our second to last Patreon question comes courtesy of our man Nick Haskins of Nicholas Kitchen, a cooking podcast that's more than that. It's all about life and being good to yourself and each other. Anyway, uh, what's the question there, Kahu? What type of meal is this film? This is a burger and chips from like a takeaway restaurant. So in New Zealand, we have fish and chips restaurant, which are usually really cheap or Chinese restaurants that are really cheap that sell every type of food you can imagine. And you go in there and you think to yourself, I've never eaten here before. I'm on holiday in some small town. Don't know where the fuck I am. Burger and chips. It's impossible to fuck up a burger and chips, isn't it? And then they do. (laughs) They make this sloppy mess Mm -hmm. that tastes like it's been marinated with the the blood of a cat that's been dead for 45 days and roasting outside. (laughs) In the sun. Except yeah. less flavour. Oh, yeah, except less flavour than that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because there's bland. no flavour. Yeah. A very bland cat that's been <laughs> rotting in the sun for 45 days. <laughs> that's a disgusting uh, analogy, but okay. He's got space dementia. Um, I'm going with a hot dog full of M&Ms. Like, it's what just the fuck? too murica to be any good. Like, it's just too much murica for me. Covered with fake cheese out of a can. Yes. Oh, I should. I, I should have thought of. Is it cheese whip or whatever? <laughs> yeah, yeah, cheese whip. whip. Yeah. Just basically, oh, you stack man. all of the American foods you could think of. Maybe chuck all of those things in a blender as well. I don't know. It just it yep. was a friggin' shit show. Blend them, deep fry them, cover them in barbecue sauce. Now you're cooking. <laughs> try that on your podcast, Nick. I will fuck that. No, I will not try and make that. <laughs> it did almost give me some stomach ache, so that's probably a good. Cool. <laughs> it did make me shit my pants. So yeah. Uh, I've got I've got a waiter serving you five courses of fast food. So you've got like <laughs> McDonald's, KFC, pizza, something it's- else straight after that. But even more, like you take a slice of pizza, they whip it away from you, bring you the next thing, have a bite of your KFC, they take it all away again. So you don't actually get to enjoy any of it because it's just moving on. Some dude just comes up to you with a hot dog and just slams you in the face. Yeah, Hits yeah. the hot dog, starts shoving it in and out of your mouth, like basically throat fucking you, then throwing it away, and then you're like, what the fuck is going on? And then you get slammed with something else. What? Okay. He's <laughs> got space dementia. I've got to stop day drinking, guys. <laughs> yeah, that was, you went off. That's... I think you might have space dementia. I, I think I do have space dementia. This movie's given me space dementia. <laughs> uh... Moves down to our final question that can be applied to any film. What unimportant life lesson did you guys learn from this film? Okay. If you're sending people on a mission to literally save the world, you need to make sure that you put enough women in the group to balance out all of the testosterone-filled male posturing. I'm just going to cut in here because I'm on a very similar line to you. My one is that don't take your daughter on an oil rig full of dudes. No, don't take your daughter on an oil rig full of dudes and then get annoyed when she decides to have sex with one of them. It's her fucking choice. Yeah, absolutely, it's her choice. Absolutely. Yeah. But, like, what the fuck is he thinking? You know what I mean? Like, he's, what did he's he an idiot. To happen? Yeah. 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 
I mean, yeah, yeah, totally. Like, I trust my daughter. I just don't yeah. trust those dudes. As we see yeah. in the movie, they're fucking terrible people. Yeah, I also had don't take your daughters to work. <laughs> <laughs> just don't take your kids to work. Yeah, don't yeah, take, just your, on don't an oil take your kids to work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. Exactly. Well, That's I, it. I, I was just just gobsmacked by what her childhood would have been like to what she studied by correspondence or something or go to boarding school or she, she talks about Probably. how she had to go into taipei to get um you know products for when she had her first you know yeah yeah lady time and harry gets angry at the hound because he helped her understand how to use her tampons and i was like a like legit that grace should be angry because the dad should be sorting that and b why would you sexualize using a tampon? Like, oh my lord! I know this this film is. Oh just... my lord! Like, so much of it was so terrible. There's quite a few unimportant life lessons to learn from this film, and uh, yeah, I feel like we're going to get dumber if we bring up any more. Oh my lord! <laughs> so, can we move on to me and my questions? We, we, yeah, let's just do that. Let's just do that. What have you? What do you got, Liz? I was wondering what you think would have been the worst bit of the training that the drillers had to go through. Probably listening to Steve Buscemi all day. <laughs> <laughs> listening to The Hound. Ben Affleck wouldn't have been much more fun either, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if they really showed it, but it'd be those anti-G machines, you know, and they spin them round and round and you get oh, the yeah. funny face going on and then people pass out. It would have been no fun. I thought it was the, the flights, you know, when they're in the flights and they're going all up and around the place and whatever. I'm, I'm sorry, I could not handle that. I just, yeah. there'd be vomit everywhere. I, I got side-eyed from Stacey during that scene because I, I watched it and I was like, man, I always wanted to be a fighter pilot. I just got the side-eye of Stacey of like, you fucking wouldn't last 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Good call out. Um, yeah, actually, when I think about that question, I feel like there was at least half an hour's worth of time spent showing them training and I can't really think of what they did. Well, it does lead into your next question quite well, Liz. Yes, that's true, actually. Uh, my next question was, uh, what would you have cut to make this movie shorter? Almost everything yeah. on the oil rig, like the, mm -hmm. I don't know what the, that whole drilling sequence was supposed to prove, like, Just that they're expert drillers. nobody died, but yeah, they're supposed to be experts, but like, they're basically like flinging oil Idiots. over, all over Greenpeace, didn't, didn't inspire a lot of confidence, uh, and like most of the shuttle flight sequence as well, it's just like, mm -hmm. I mean, it was kind of cool. But, but the the effects were terrible for that as well. Yeah, yeah, and and like the fact they launched them both at the same time, which is super safe. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. Right oh, next to each other. Oh yeah. my god. I almost <laughs> this forgot about fine. that. Yeah. yeah. Almost <laughs> forgot about that. Uh, the one for me, I mean, like yeah, as I mentioned, we got to the hour point, and it was like we've still got an hour and a half of this to go. I feel like we could have cut the refueling scene to have the random Russian like reduced to like a little bit you know what i mean like they mm -hmm. just stopped in picked them up keep going you know Absolutely. stay on point yeah it's funny you bring this up liz because i know you like a good bit of length but it's it's got to be the right amount of length eh? <laughs> too long and it's just annoying eh, liz i'm not even going to dignify that with an answer sam but i was going to say i agree with you on the part about the space uh, about the space station like honestly could have cut the whole space station bit out yeah. Uh, they didn't even need the Russian. I know what you're trying to do there. I'm still ignoring you. I don't care. He's got space dementia. How shabby did the space station look? Like there was shit everywhere. Yeah, because oh, it's God, the yeah. Russians. <laughs> They're not as good as the Americans. But it was it was so ridiculous because like that guy got to be an astronaut of all things. Like the idea that he would be that unprofessional that irked me the whole way through. I was yeah. like, I get that he could be a bit weird for being alone for 18 months. Fine. But don't make him like an actual bumbling shithead. Yeah. I, I, I didn't get astronaut. how like the fuel pod was at the far end of the space station. It just seemed real convoluted to get to it. I didn't see why they couldn't have just shot up a fuel pod into orbit and just docked with it and collected it and been on their way. Oh, fuck off. Like, oh, oh. So much safer. Oh, I think I do have space the dementia. I now feel like I need to start defending this film. Something's happening inside me, guys. No, I was going to argue with you, Kahoot. Oh, man, what is happening to me? <laughs> they've, been able, they've been able to dock in space since the blooming 60s, so, you know. Yeah, exactly. With that space station scene, why the fuck were the drillers on the space station anyway? They should have just been kept in their seats. They were completely... Yeah. Like, why would you get the guys that barely know how to be on a spaceship Anywhere other than like literally their seats until they got to the point they had to start drilling because that's what I would have done. Locked oh, yeah. in. We've managed to 
fucking through engineering and science we've managed to conquer space let's have a bunch of dum-dums wandering around they have no idea what fucking's gonna happen when they push one of these buttons what anything is yeah hey come on board oh that guy wants your help Go, go help him with this complicated space thing. So yeah, not to, like literally. Not to mention Michael Clark Duncan and that other big dude. You know, they're just going to bump into stuff. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So literally, so nonsensical. Which takes me through to my final question, which is: Was there anything in this movie that actually was kind of realistic? Okay, so some people on Twitter would have seen my favorite piece of trivia about this film, which is that. During filming, Ben Affleck approached Michael Bay and said, wouldn't it be smarter to train NASA astronauts to drill rather than train drillers to be astronauts? To which Michael Bay replied, shut up, Ben. (laughs) 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 Which I thought was pretty funny. And then they tried to explain it in this film. But the the other awesome bit of trivia that was ahead of that on IMDb was that new astronauts, when they sign up at NASA, now get shown this movie and they have to find things wrong with it. And currently they're sitting at 168 things that are scientifically wrong in this film. Are you serious? That's Which so cool. Amazing. So the only thing the only thing here, guys, that I think is real is that I'm pretty sure strippers like dudes that throw around a ton of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, I'll buy that part. Yeah, that's fair. That was realistic. <laughs> that was realistic. What about you, uh, Yeah. Space dementia's a, a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> that I is actually, true. I actually Googled it because I was like no, they are not saying that. And I Googled it. It was like, this is a fictional space disease shown in multiple movies. And I was like, yep, okay, good. That's good. Bullshit. It's real. Yeah. Anywho, that moves me over to my questions. As we see at the start of the film when these guys all, you know, like when Harry gets taken away to chat to NASA, all the drillers, they all get split up, go their own separate ways. Some of them go gambling. Some of them uh, try and outrun the cops um, on their motorcycles or on their horse. But uh, the the one that I'm most impressed with, AJ, we cut to a shot of him and he set up his own oil rigging company and uh, yeah, I want to know how, I want to know how guys, how did AJ start his own drilling company within 24 hours? I mean, like I think it was that maybe he already had it or he just had a big bunch nope, of cash no, and he, bought he, it off somebody. He said to him, he said to him, I want to start my own company one day. He, we know for a fact he didn't have it. Yeah, maybe he um, just had a big bunch of cash and bought it that very day and made it look old with some old signs. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, he he managed to age paint. That was quite yeah. impressive. Painted a new sign, then aged it. Yeah, I think he um just really wanted to impress Harry so that he could marry his daughter. And he thought, well, how can I do that? And he said, oh, I want to show him that I can I can be something. So I need to have my own oil drilling company. So he just went and found a sign and found an abandoned oil rig or oil drilling platform or whatever, and then stuck the sign in front of it. And then went, here we go, this is my own company. He's his own man. See, Harry, I did it. It's me. I did it. I got a company. I'm a big if Harry boy. Harry didn't hang around for five more minutes, some old dude would have come out and go, who the fuck are you? What are you doing on my land? He literally just like probably cut the, you know, like cut like a um, padlock with like, you know, bolt cutters and then like snuck inside and then went, yeah, I, t- I totally work here. This is all about me. Oh, look at the sign that I totally didn't just make right now. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. My next question, uh, yeah, I mean, there's a very infamous scene with animal crackers, which we, which they discuss, and aren't really crackers, they're more biscuits. I want to know from you guys, how horny would you guys get if somebody shoved a uh, biscuit down your underwear? For me, it really depends on who is doing the shoving of the biscuit, because like, if it's Ben Affleck, then not really, but if it's Tom Hardy, well, then the biscuit's really irrelevant, to be honest. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's Tom Hardy. That's it. That's my answer. <laughs> I was going to say something, but I won't. Uh, any, any particular type of biscuit, like Afghan, a chocolate chip, a brownie? No, the biscuit is irrelevant. I don't get it. Oh, brownie. soggy biscuit? Oh, brownie. Are you, okay, I don't know, man. I'm too... This is getting worse. He's got space, space dementia. dementia. <laughs> He's got space dementia. What about you, Kahu? How horny would you get if I shoved a biscuit down your ass? <laughs> no, not if it was you at all. <laughs> no. What if it was Tom Hardy, I Kahu? if it was Sam, I would not. Oh, just not very at all. It just it sounds, sounds gross. Like, I don't want to mix my food and that. I was definitely just, just stop no. talking, Ben Affleck. Yeah. I don't want to listen to you anymore. Mm-hmm. Or should the he rest heads, of the movie. Or should he head south? He's got lost in the bush. Huh? God. <laughs> yeah, what he was that accent he was doing Australian, there? Australian. Australian. It was weird. He, he was kind of trying to be an Australian David Attenborough. This is what I think. 
like all accents sound weird to them. So it doesn't matter if it's Australian or English, they sound exactly the same. Yeah. So he's trying to do David Attenborough, which he thinks is Australian. But oh, it's Steve Irwin? Is it Steve Irwin? Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah. I, it didn't even look like he was the one saying it. I felt like it was dubbed in over him talking. Probably was Michael Bay dubbed in, oh, dubbing in. <laughs> yeah. God. Okay, anyway, um, final scene. We see Peter Stormare cruising out of the spaceship straight after they land. Ten seconds before, we've seen him on the spaceship wearing his Russian astronaut outfit. When he lands, he's wearing an American spacesuit. Brand new, sparkly flash one. Comes storming out of the plane with the rest of them. How and why did people, Peter Stormare, I don't You've seen his character name about seven times this Lev. fucking episode. Lev, Lev, there we go. Andropov. It's still past. It's still gone out, it's <laughs> out of my brain. He's got space dementia. How did he get into an American spacesuit right at the end? How and why? Um, I mean, he's he's defected. I mean, there's, <laughs> there's so much patriotism in this film, wouldn't you? Yeah. America. 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 Yeah, like, I, I was thinking um, either he's like, just too embarrassed by how terrible Russia is portrayed in this film to be, you know, showing up as a Russian. He's like, God, no, look at us. We're a hot mess. So I can't be seen as Russian. Or the Americans literally were like, we can't have it seem like anyone but America was involved in this. So we're going to need you to put on this American spacesuit, please. True. Yeah. It's like the whole, if you can't beat them, join them thing. Mm. Absolutely. Cool. Okay. Kahu, you're up. Okay, straight into my first question, and it's what's creepier? Liv Tyler's screen dad watching them getting intimate in a metal cone, or Liv Tyler's real dad singing the song that they're boning to? Can I go with both? Sam's words, not mine, for some of that question. (laughs) Just want to rewrite it for you. Can I just go with both? It's fucking creepy as fuck. All of it's creepy. You can definitely go with both. Yeah, thank you. It's definitely creepy, and it's just a weird fucking song to have as the lead song for the smashy smash action movie like it i just it was all really weird and creepy and i just don't really like this film guys (laughs) (laughs) i I had no idea i never would have guessed i was really trying to hold it back but it's true i just don't (laughs) the truth comes out you know it's funny because we record these things and then we get to the end and quite often we're like should we change our scores can we even remember our scores i feel like if we asked us again at the end of this whether we'd give this a hyperbole shit sandwich of three bad things and a score of under mm. zero. I feel like we're pretty much on track. We've only got a couple of minutes before it's too late, before the world gets fucking demolished, and I think we're going to blow that before we become dust in the wind, but what's the next question? I'm going? pretty confident of betting a lot of money that I'll never watch this movie again. Same. Mm. Uh, okay, my second question. Which of Harry's creepy friends walked Grace down the aisle? It's got to be check, right? He was the one that kind of, yeah, he kind of had ditched his partner, eh? Like, he was a douche, but he wasn't creepy. Yeah. Um, And he, um, and like Harry says, oh, you know, I couldn't have done anything without you. So it feels like he specifically was like the best replacement or like the most. Yeah, it kind of seems like they've maybe like worked together the longest or something or have Mm. the the biggest friendship. I don't know. Uh, I reckon it was Oscar. He's got space dementia. He died, man. <laughs> yeah. So, Grace just, Grace, fuck about logic. Grace just <laughs> held his picture as he as she walked down the aisle. No, 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 no. <laughs> they went back to the asteroid, found the half he was on, brought it back. He, oh, he was yeah. like, hey, guys, the fucking wall was crazy. Like, things went through my face and everything. And here I am. And then walks it down the aisle. This movie makes no fucking sense. Why not? <laughs> I just, just got to gotta go into a bit about that, that first shuttle getting blown up. Like, it was like a car crash. They just went straight out the front window. Yes. Like, did anyone think that was weird? Like, yeah. surely they could get sucked out, but it didn't look like that at all. They just, like, went straight out the front. I thought, yeah, I agree. And I also thought they spent way too long just showing a lot of really brutal, like, injuries happening to them and stuff. I was like, just suck them out and, okay, they're done. Like, we don't need to see them continuously getting smashed in the face and, yeah. you know, all nulled well, up. And oh. and I, me- I mentioned this to Sam as well, and it was, okay, we're at the like critical part of the mission here, having to try and land on this jagged asteroid. But no, don't need to put your seatbelts on. All your helmets will be sweet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's funny because you guys actually brought up what was going to be my good thing, which is that they didn't worry about killing people. You know, like most action films, they just let people live or, you know, for way longer yeah, than they yeah. should. Like at least it was, was a little bit realistic in that regard, but not really. And people that you didn't think would live did as well. Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Back to our mate Chick again. Is saving the world the ultimate way to patch up any relationship? 
that was pretty cute that we see his estranged wife or something like that and the kid that thought he was a salesman who now was like my dad i love you yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, you're a hero i was like wow okay yeah um but yeah i'm just uh i'm just gonna go how yeah like nothing gets me hornier than and more forgiving than dudes who haven't showered in a in a little bit and uh, Covered in sweat and stinky and work on an oil rig. I mean, it Ooh. just makes you really forgiving, you know? Oh, I'm feeling a bit whew, all, uh, all flustered. Yeah, Sounds oh, great. I, bet. I couldn't disagree more, though. Uh, I think that if uh, one member of the relationship saves the world, then that relationship is doomed. Because any time the other one's like, oh, could you do the dishes? Or, oh, I'm annoyed at you because you didn't get me an anniversary present. The other partner's going to be like, bitch, I saved the world. Mm. I, don't, I don't need, you know, I don't have to have done the dishes. I don't need, they could just pull that out every single time for the rest of the, like, their lives. So they'd be absolutely insufferable. I feel like you'd have a comeback, Liz. I know what you're like. I feel like if they threw it back in your face, if they're like, Leah, look, I saved the world, you'd be like, yeah, but have you fixed climate change? <laughs> have you cured <laughs> cancer? You know, I feel yeah. like you'd have a retort, Liz. I know, yeah, I know it'd you. be better than those ones, but I definitely would. While you are saving the world, I had to do all the dishes and vacuuming. Do you know how tired I was? Yeah. Or, or how about, you may have saved the world, but you're not trying to save this family. He's got space dementia. <laughs> oh, oh. You've all got space dementia. This, this whole podcast has space dementia. I legitimately do feel like I have space dementia. So let's move us down to our final question and wrap this up before more weird shit comes out of my mouth. Final question comes courtesy of our man, Nerdrovert. You're the fucking man as well, bro. Love your work. He wants to know this week, when was the best time for a bathroom break? And we can't say a two and a half hour long dump, okay, guys? We've got to go. <laughs> We've got to try and answer this. It's similar to some of Liz's like, points about you know what parts could have been cut. So, But let's, let's do it. What, what time would have been the perfect time for a bathroom break? I actually break? do think, though, you could have gone to pee at any time in that movie and not lost you know, lost the meaning or, you know, because there are bits in other movies where you go, I, you could not skip that bit because that's crucial. All of this movie, you could have walked out, come back and been like, okay, so they're still doing the thing that's going to happen. That, you know, like the, they're still going to be having problems with stuff exploding. They're still going to be having people who are dying. They're still going to save the world. It's Liv Tyler and Ben Affleck are still going to bone at the end. But if I have to pick a bit, um, then I will go for uh, the bit where they're doing all the technical drilling practice before they go up because I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I didn't care. It's like you've got a camera set up in my house, which I wouldn't be surprised if you did because I got up and went for a pee twice during this film. I didn't ask anyone to pause it. I just got up and walked out. I don't remember what part I walked out on. I don't remember what part I walked back in on. It, it, mm. I, still, I still got it. Yeah. Oh, I constantly got distracted. It was like, oh, shit, I'm watching a film. Because it was like, nah, I don't really care what's going on. I'm like, oh, have I missed anything? No, not really. No. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you could have missed most of the stuff on the oil rig, but specifically, they get to NASA, they get told what the problem is, you're like, sweet, they need to fix that. Skip all of that bit until they get to, say, the moon, and there's the conclusion of the film. You could, but then you'd miss out on your Peter Stormare, and you liked Peter Stormare. Yeah, but there's still Peter Stormare once they get around the moon. Oh, I suppose, yeah, he's already there. Yeah. But you have no idea why he's there, but yeah. It... Yeah, yeah, you'd just be like, they've picked up a hitchhiker. <laughs> Again, you know, it doesn't make it, yeah, exactly, yeah. space oh, hitchhiker. He was just hanging out. And, okay, yeah. there's a yeah. random Russian on the ship now. Seems seems fine. <laughs> yeah. 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 you just roll with it, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, there was, there was a lot of parts like that. One of them was the part where they're listing their what they want, like their demands. I was like, I know I was being played for laughs, but I was just standing there going, oh my God, this is cringe. Yeah. He wants to spend a night in the White Horse. I'm like, come on, man. Come on, How man. You... Yeah. What the fuck? And it was so annoying because actually that could have been quite funny. Like they could, you could absolutely have had some, like I would have been like, oh, I want to know what's really true at Area 51. Like I need to yeah. have a personalized trip. You could do cute things like that, but all of these were just kind of shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Get rid of my speeding, uh, my parking fines. Make two girls uh, give them US <laughs> citizenship, no <laughs> questions asked. Shit like that was real weird. Yeah. The, the, the other one I was thinking was when Bruce Willis is like scolding them out for trying to do his drill, but they haven't done it right. And they're like trying to show Bruce Willis as this legend driller who's like designed his own drill. And all of that was like, that came across as really cringy humor as well, you know, because mm. he's supposed to be like, I'm the fucking man. And you're like, oh my God, you look like a crybaby, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh God, yes. Like he was just so toxic and shitty. Like he was just such a shitty person. And you're supposed so, to th like think he's this great dude by the end. And I'm just like, oh God, thank God you're dead. 
If we had I controversial wanna... opinion, if yeah. we had controversial opinion, I mean, that was going to be one of my other questions is like, which one of these dudes should have stayed behind and blew Ooh. up that asteroid? But yeah, a tough one. He it was wanted Steve to. Like, the space yeah, to meet yeah. man. He was volunteering. You couldn't trust him to, though. Nah, you couldn't. <laughs> nah. <laughs> so they'd just be like, nah, sorry, guys. Nah. I love that they keep looking at me. He's like, I'm on an I'll asteroid. Do it. He's like, I'll do it. And they're like, yeah. so anyway. And he's like, no, really, pick me. And they're like, so straws? Oh, also, the fuck, where the fuck did they get the straws from? Yes. <laughs> that was Stacey's question. Was so Were they wires? Weird. Were they wires that they'd cut off the nuke? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Although they, like... you'd think they would have said that instead of just staying Cause, straws. Because after you've risked it between a red wire and a blue wire right at the end, what you want to do after that is haphazardly just start cutting wires off a fucking <laughs> nuclear device. <laughs> Anywho, that takes us down to the end. <laughs> Thank you, fuck you, I don't know, to these guys for joining us oh. to dis- discuss this film. Whose what do you reckon? idea was this? I don't know. I don't know. It was a cum- oh, I'm gonna cumulative idea. It was cumulative idea of Bruce Willis just got nominated for eight Razzies. Oh, yeah. Started right. talking about remember when Bruce Willis was good. Let's try and do a Bruce Willis film. We've just done. Don't look up. Why don't we do another Armageddon film? Why don't we do Armageddon? That's right. Okay. I still would have preferred redoing Die Hard. It was Carhu. I know it's not Christmas. It was me. <laughs> it was Carhu. It has been a while since I've done a really, really bad film though. So. How does this movie have such a high rating on IMDb? It's like over. It's almost seven. Oh, uh, it's a good question. I reckon the people that are rated it are people that rated it based on but, memory alone of like sheer enjoyment of like, oh my god, it's so stupid. A guy blows up a nuke and it uh, smashes yeah, yeah. an asteroid in half. Like it's it's a crazy out there idea. Don't get me wrong. It's just executed so Michael Bailey. Yeah, I feel like it could have been good. Um, I sent Sam. Um, you wouldn't know, but I sent Sam a snippet of my notes right at the start. And, and and like literally the first fifteen minutes, I sent Sam a message. It was just like, I already hate this director. This is terrible <laughs> yeah. editing and directing. And then I said, well, I, I had noted straight after it. Oh, it's a Michael Bay film. Oh, now I understand. Okay, <laughs> so bad. <laughs> Made perfect so bad. sense. Anywho, if you want to get a hold of us, you can find us on uh, Twitter at Movie Reviews In or Movie Reviews in Twenty Qs on Instagram and Facebook, or you can send us an email at mritqs at gmail dot com. Anyway, yeah, cool. That's thanks for me. Thank you for me. She's got space dementia.